Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of our Putty Fantasy podcast. Um, recorded today, December 17th. Joining me today, as always, I have the Zaza on here. How are you doing, Zaza? I'm good. On How this, are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? On this cold uh, Tuesday evening, we also have a special guest joining us, Mr. Justice, aka Wenga. <laughs> in, maybe? No. Justice, uh, thanks for coming on. As an Arsenal fan, I'm joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's an interesting one. So many things have happened in a short while since we recorded last week. Uh, we're going to review, touch on the Arsenal City game, where we'll, touch, we'll talk about our um, problems at Arsenal. Justice will be diving in and sharing his opinion. We'll, we'll definitely talk about the Champions League draws and the big one. The, I call it the big one. The Europa, Europa League draws. <laughs> That's where the big one is happening. Um, the Champions League had some very spicy draws. Let's talk about. Then we we'll also end with um, the Carabao Cup that is happening. Um, where we'll talk about some of the games that's happening on there. So we'll start with Arsenal C- City. Uh, we want to hear from an Arsenal fans' point of view. Every time we come here, we give our opinion. So it's good to hear from Arsenal point of view what you think. The problems are, oh, is Ateta coming to save the day? Is, is Ateta the Superman? Is it the Batman? What is Ateta going to be? We can start with Ida. We'll talk about Ateta. Talk about Arsenal's problems. Justice, over to you. All right. First of all, um, you guys should stop taking Paradol for other, <laughs> other teams. I think you have problems of your own. To, <laughs> oh, we're trying to be neutral on this podcast. Uh, to, we talk. We to try to be about. neutral. <laughs> um, but, okay. Uh, since you've asked... Um, I think Arsenal's problem really stemmed from uh, poor recruiting over a number of seasons. Okay. Um, when you look at the squad, I think every Arsenal fan that has worked for the team for the past five to ten years will tell you that the team has been unbalanced. Okay. Um, they haven't had really good defenders that can defend. It's been a problem for years. They've never really had, since Vieira left, a really, really strong ball-winning defensive midfielder. Song was that for some time, but I mean, the guy likes to. I mean, attacking was his uh, was kind of what he enjoyed doing more, Correct. um, and he didn't stay that long. Um, I think when you look at players they've had over the last few seasons, Torreira might be only the only one that comes to mind that his primary qualities are defending, but then he's featured in a more attacking role for the most part of the last <laughs> season or two, correct? Um, so you, I mean, you can have whatever coaches you want, but if you have an unbalanced squad, you can really make apples out of oranges. Correct. Um, so I think that's been the biggest problem. Um, I think Arsenal fans know about Stats DNA, some company that they acquired a few years ago that really helps with recruiting. My point of view is uh, I don't – we've been crap since we bought, bought out Stats DNA. I, I don't know what that Stats tell them when they, look, when they buy players like Xhaka or, or Mustafi or – um, or player, players like that that, that really have that's supposed to be in defensive positions but can't really defend. Okay. Um, I think the other thing Dota has been has come to the forefront over the last couple of years has been the management structure. No one really knows who's in charge, um, who's making decisions, who has a final call, what do the owners really want. So, so we, what's just what's the <coughs> just quickly what's the rule of Sahel? 
Is he, is he not the one? I don't know. I thought he it, was the like director of football. He's supposed to be, but it's a, it's it's drawn by committee. So between okay. San Hel- San Heli, the uh, Vinod, the the guy that Vinesh makes, or something like Vinesh that makes the final business decision, and now the technical director um, Edu. Okay. Uh, but at the end of the day, they go to Josh and Stan Cranky for for blessing and any decisions that need to be made. Okay. Um, they the whoever coach they brings in is just meant to manage the players. They have limited say on players that are brought in. So ah, okay. I think Emery himself struggled there because for one, he never really had a clear system. So if you don't have a system, what are the right players to buy for your system? At the end of the day, he just he he walks a formation for a game depending on the opponent as opposed to trying to impose a style of play. Okay. So it's unclear what they're doing recruiting wise and and what the what the uh, structure. So, I think uh, bad decisions over a number of years are finally caught up to the team. That's basically where we are. Um, I think a clear out is needed. Um, they're gonna have to let go of players like Jaka, Mustafi, David Luiz. Why? Why? Why is in that? Why was he bought? For to do what? Um, and they just need to figure out what they want to do as a club. If Ateta is gonna be brought in, what's the philosophy? What's the system you want to play? Find the right players. Get good defenders that actually defend. That can win the ball back, get players that are actual leaders on the okay. team. You don't, you, you have very few of those that are actual leaders, and you know, hopefully, it'd be a few years, but hopefully, we'll we'll be back there at some time. Okay, Saliba, that was the one thing that surprised me. Why they bought him and they loaned him back? So I, I actually don't mind that if, because if you look, if you look back, um, Liverpool really did a defender. Defender mm-hmm. Van Dijk was the one that identified. They couldn't get him that summer, and they waited till January. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. He he has really good. He shows he showed really good promise for his age. It was a good deal to be bought at the time. The only way Toulouse was going to do the deal was if they could have him for an extra year. So mm-hmm. that's fine. Okay. Toulouse, I think that's the that's French right. club. Okay. Yeah. yeah, some deals like that are fine if you have a stopgap. David Luiz was going to be the stopgap. I think that's a bad decision. David Luiz, the only good season had at Chelsea, in my opinion, was when he played in the back three on that Conte. That's true. He's a terrible defender Absolutely. in a two-man defense, so I, I don't I don't know why he was bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes yeah. defensive discipline. Yeah. But uh, if uh, if the problem is not down to the manager, then why all the vitriol towards uh, well, uh, Emery? Well, I, I didn't say that. So the core problems, I mean, the root cause of the problems, I think it's down to recruiting. But yeah. Emery was part, of the was part of the problem. I think I already mentioned the guy. I couldn't tell you what system Arsenal played under him. As a coach, you know, you can do two things. You can adapt to your opponents or you can, you know, impose your style of play. City, Liverpool, they have a clear style of play Correct. every time they step on the field. I think Arsenal as a club, they're big enough where most games you're going to, you should impose the way you want to play. Yes, Correct. there are certain games where you have to adjust. adjust. Else, you know, Wenger was always trying to play the One same way. way. Got yeah. killed <laughs> against Bayern yeah. and Barcelona. Emery, I couldn't tell you from game to game. I mean, he... Play the back five against Southampton. <laughs> I mean, game to game, you just never know what it was going to do. Um, so I think I, I, I hate. I never. I was. Never, I'm never a fan of people making fun of his accent because I mean, I agree. Most people can speak two languages, so someone that's trying, you know, trying to make fun of. Correct. But I think his lack of English was communicate. Was a big communication problem. I really don't think watching on TV from you know. A few thousand feet away, I, I couldn't. I, it, to me, I don't think the players knew what they were supposed to do on the field because it changed every single week. Um, so, and he's, I, I, I just, yeah, for me, I, he, he made the problem worse. I don't think the club was going to move forward with him. him. 
What are your Missing Champions League was a, was a big one too. Big one, yeah. yeah, it was there for the taking. What are your thoughts about Ateta? Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, a, a good pan out well. It's a massive risk. Okay. Um, everyone talks about what a great coach he is, but he hasn't actually led a team. So, so um, it, 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 it's, yeah, I, I, um, I'm on the fence with that one. Okay. Um, because people talk about his man management, player management skills on the field, on the pitch, training pitch. But yeah, I want to see him do it once. But I think every every good manager starts somewhere. So maybe this is a springboard. It could, but it could pan out badly. I mean, I, so I just want people to be aware of that. I think you prefer uh, a more experienced manager. That's what you'd prefer. I, I want a young coach that has actually coached a team. It doesn't have to be in the Premier League, like the coach at Ajax. I, I've seen what he's done. Correct. He's a young manager. Yeah, yeah I, I see his style of play. Leipzig's coach, I could see, you know, I'd want to see someone like that. Ateta hasn't done it. Correct. He's learned from Pep, but so is he Pep. I, now people are giving him a lot of credit for the work Pep is doing. So, <laughs> Even though he's only to, been there for one year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not to uh, throw American football at this, um, but the analogy I want to give is Bill Belichick. Okay. The NFL is littered with a bunch of failures from Belichick's coaching three. Correct. I mean, everyone says, oh, he worked with Belichick. He's going great. I can't name one really good success that has come out of that's been an assistant coach for Belichick that's done well in the NFL. This, so that's the analogy. Yeah. Right. Just to ask the analogy, they started the same thing with Sean McVay, right? Yeah. yeah. They say he coaches on Matt LeFleur yeah. for Packers. They started the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. Sean McVay, oh, is this Sean McVay um, yeah. school of coaching? So yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. Any thoughts, Bucci? Oh, I kind of, uh, I kind of um, don't see anything to argue with with what Justice said because yeah. it's you you're only as good as your record, which is sometimes bad because when you have a record, then people use your own record to hang you. Correct. But if you don't have a record, then there's nothing people can go with. Yeah. And then the advantage of having a record is that even if it's not good, you can say I learned something. Yeah. But what record? What does this guy have to say as then? Has he experienced failure? Has he experienced uh, mutiny in a dressing room? What has he done? Yeah. So that's the difference between him and a guy who has been in there and done it because the guy could always go, at least I learned from that experience. Um, it's easy to be a, an assistant manager in a winning team. It's very easy because you get covered by, you know, the glory of winning. Uh, I know assistant managers that when losing teams and since they lost that job, they couldn't bounce back because you also get dragged into that. So basically, I haven't seen too much resistance in his career. It's been a very smooth career. And you like Bill Gates once said, I want to have some people who have experience at losing because when you lose, it teaches you something else. And so I don't know. I think maybe they need a little bit more experience. That being said, one thing I'll point out though is that uh, the Premier League eats managers up. So it doesn't matter if the guy is coming from um, Ajax or Leipzig or wherever. If he doesn't come to the Premier League and do it fast, and when I mean fast, is get it going within three, four months, it's going to be eating up. It's yeah. just the, the nature of the league now. That's true. That's true. Uh, pressure. There's too much money. Um, to who much is given, much is expected. Much is expected. For yeah. sure. That's just after that, though, I just think there's this thing that a lot of premiership clubs are kind of doing now everywhere. And maybe not European clubs. Let me speak European clubs where they have this draw to, they want to find their identity when they're in trouble. And in the, in the clear need for trying to find their identity, they run to former ex-players to find their identity. They think when we get our identity back, yeah. that is at least a step forward. The reality is, 
in trying to find their identity, in my opinion, what people always miss is they are not paying close attention to the successes of when this has happened before. Yeah. And looking at what was the what was what was the driver of those successes. So it, 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 it's a hit or miss thing, and it could go right, it could go wrong, yeah. in my opinion. So, so we time go will in, tell, time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, Champions League. The Champions League draws were extremely exciting. They were out. They were done on Monday. And some of the draws that came out, I'll just go through the draws for everybody. I'm sure everybody has seen the draws everywhere, but we'll just go through it and touch on some key ties. Dortmund, PSG, Atlanta, Valencia, Lyon, and Juventus, um, Atletico Madrid, and Liverpool. Madrid, Man City. Mm, that'll be interesting. Spurs, Leipzig, Chelsea, Bayern, and Napoli, Barcelona. Some of the ties that uh, stand out to me straight away is, for my, my personal opinion, I'll go to you guys after I say mine. I like Dortmund PSG tie, specifically because one is the Tuchel, it's like the Tuchel derby. Thomas Tuchel is going back to his former club, which he coached. Apparently, I think Mbappe started out there as a youth player. I was hearing that, which was kind of interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I think it's going to be very, very attacking football on both sides for that one. Uh, I think that this time have a lot of goals in it, a lot of goals. I think PSG will go through, even though just because Dortmund do not. The only thing that can change this, I think it's early days, so I like to put this caveat. What I've come to you as about Champions League is, is the predictions get closer to the truth when you're closer to the tie. At this point, there's like what, six, seven weeks left, almost two months. Before this game, injuries, loss of form, recruitment could happen, change of managers can happen, and that can swing everything in one favor. So, oh that being said, we're going to base it on today. Correct. Based on today, <laughs> right. in my opinion, I think PSG goes through um, just because they have a Savia code. Tuchel would have learned from the mistakes of last year. This is Manchester United, you know, um, for that tie. That's my opinion. I, 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 I favor Dortmund in this tie. Okay. Um, PSG playing Liga, and they don't they, they don't play high pressure games there. I mean, they can lose to top two teams and still win the league by a distance. Correct. They don't know how to win. Uh, that's just how, what I've seen. They don't handle the pressure well. I mean, look at the useless Miami team they lost to last year. Um, so I think I I actually favor Dortmund in this, Dortmund? In this okay. tie. In that tie, it'd be high high scoring, like you say. Um, I think Dortmund uh, will will nick it. Will nick it? Hmm. I just don't trust that Dortmund defense. I mean, I've seen. They just give up too many goals, and when they should have strengthened, they strengthen their attack, which is good. The problem is if you knock out competition, right? It's it's all about matchups, you know. It's about battles and matchups. So they should have gotten a better defender than Hummels. I did not understand why, because the one thing I've learned is anytime Bayern gives up a player to you, run, you run <laughs> as far away as you can. <laughs> Because what they are giving you is a finish product. Which are your thoughts? Don't want PSG? I think uh, PSG will win. I think they're a more streetwise team now. They bought, uh, I think they bought good over the summer. Um, my only problem with PSG is I don't think it's... Uh, I think their problem is the, the team is not built as a team. They're so individualistic. And so when it gets to those times when a team needs to stand up, they don't stand up as a team. You know, like uh, you see Mbappe will raise his game, the rest of the team will not, or Neymar will raise his game, or Draxler. So they keep standing and waiting for one person to raise their game instead of the whole team. And sometimes all you just need is the team to just raise their game slightly 
as opposed to waiting for somebody to really raise the game Correct. beyond every other person. Um, and maybe Neymar can finally for once stay fit. Well, for knockout because he's never fit. He's always injured. The team shouldn't. The team is good enough that they don't. If the whole team really steps up and plays, you only need Mbappe playing well. You need and uh, De Maria playing well. You need just some parts of it playing well to beat most Correct. teams. They have depth. They, they have, have a lot, a lot, of, lot depth. of depth. So they, the they is there be, too. They have a lot of depth. Yeah, it should be an extra if Neymar is fit. But the way it always goes is I think Neymar is fit. They all step down. Mbappe is informed. They all step down. Because, of course, like you said, it carries them in the French League. One of them, of the rest, are just chilling. But if they can get to the Champions League and say, hey, we want to raise our games for these games and really play like to the level that they can play when they're really focused, they should be able to beat Dortmund. Uh, the tie for me, that the two ties I actually look at, they both involve uh, Madrid teams and the top two teams in the Premier League. Uh, Atletico and um, Liverpool is a game I'm looking at. And City versus Madrid is another game I'm looking at. That's probably the game of the round. Yeah, I would probably say in my mind that um, with Atletico versus Liverpool, that um, Liverpool wins, but uh, mm, <laughs> one of those games you're looking at. At let's go. I would have thought at let's go that we was defensively, but they seem to be getting better defensively each year. The problem they now have is that they can't score goals. Correct. But this kind of game falls into their hands because they would just kill the Liverpool game and make it, you know, turn into a, a, a knife fight in the gutter. There's no space, you know. You can't even get to your knife. So whoever gets it first, my guest that because the other guy will grab your own hand. And you know what I mean? It's Correct. just a brawl. And Liverpool will not like that kind of game. Liverpool, I know it's what I call a streetwise team, even if they're actually wise, but they don't want those close, neat, tight games where people are getting kicked and they want it to be smoothed with a lot of space for their wing-backs to you know, overlap and whipping crosses. So Atletico might actually enjoy this tie better than people would predict. The City Madrid game is a game that I'm gonna just say I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm looking forward to it because it's so finally. Who are you picking? Atletico Liverpool. Atletico Liverpool. Atletico. Okay. Yeah. That's my. That's the most yeah. upset I'm calling for this season. Yeah. I think Atletico. I'm going with the what do you think? Liverpool. So I have an interesting observation on, yeah. on Atletico and Liverpool. Um, I, I I still see Atletico as a team in transition. They started out well, but they tapered off a little. Yes, yeah. right. I, I don't think they're as difficult to beat as they were a season or two ago. They don't score goals. They so while Liverpool's well. away Champions League form has been bad, they could still go there and get a 0-0 draw at worst, lose 1-0. I don't see Atletico scoring two goals on Liverpool. No, they don't. And Liverpool smash them at Anfield. So I, I, I actually think that's one of the easier ties for, for me to, to predict. I could be completely, okay. that's right. completely wrong. That's true. Yeah. Um, the one game, the one tie, I'm actually. Looking, I mean, I agree with you on mm-hmm. you know, Madrid and City. I, I, I it's, it's hard. I, I, I have, <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. Barcelona beats Napoli easily. I think you know, Juventus kills Leon. I mean, Memphis Depay is is out the rest of the season. Outside, outside, Atlanta, Valencia. Atlanta are horrible defensively. So I think Valencia. Finds a way to to get. Valencia is so horrible defensively. Well, I mean, Atlanta. But he's not to keep it tight. Though. Yeah, he yeah. kept it tight against yeah. Ajax when it mattered. Atlanta, yeah. uh, Atalanta <laughs> takes it to a different level. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. That's the, true. The one I'm looking forward to seeing is, is Chelsea Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Bayern Munich has the edge. I just want to see what what Chelsea does. I mean, yeah, they've been on a bad run, uh, but if they 
play like we know they can. I and think. they recruit. I think yeah. they recruit this January. They'll probably try mm-hmm. after. They have to. Yeah. Is, is it? Is it? Is it quick, quick enough? I think the recruitment are becoming yeah. a bit too late. Will they be able to get into the team? I mean, everybody's saying. No, I think Bayern beats them. I think. Yeah. I just think Chelsea put up a brave fight. Yeah, but, will, I think Bayern beats them. But Chelsea always puts up a brave fight against these games. They always they, they do. just lose. At the they just lose at the end of the day. Yeah. And Lewandowski's form, oh yeah, my god, continue, that's continue now. <laughs> yeah. as well. I'm looking at up. I'm looking at guys that are going into a game able to banging goals, you know, able to banging goals. And we're looking at yeah. Chelsea, it's just a team that I don't think they can defend. Yeah. So I don't know. I think for me, Bayern wins. So, so my, my bold prediction mm-hmm. for this is uh, all the German teams make it true. So you're saying that uh, Dortmund wins, Bayern wins, and Leipzig, Leipzig wins. Spurs. Spurs, are, Spurs are in for a treat. I agree. I think Leipzig wins too. We were yeah. talking about the Spurs-Leipzig game before, and they was like, this is very good. It's the same way. It's not like the tie is like opposite the Madrid City game because the Madrid City game is great because people are going, oh, Pep versus Zidane at last. You know, Let's really yeah. see who's the master. And then weirdly, there's that clash of styles too. The old guy in Moreno, who's, I mean, that guy's just about 50, now he's old. And then the young guy from Nagelsmann, Nagelsmann yeah. in the past three, four the years, has done wonderful. I mean, that guy's quite younger than I am. Yeah. And he yeah. has done amazing things. And he's, you know, expansive football, young yeah. players kind of stuff. Moreno likes old guys, kill the game, you know, squeeze it up. So... The, 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 those two games are kind of interesting to me from the managerial aspect and, of course, what it means for football going forward because if Mourinho wins, you now go, okay, he was right. If Nagelsmann wins, it's like, a, you know, passing the guard. guard yeah. You Correct. Know. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, just to wrap up, Madrid, Man City, I'm going to call this Madrid, Man City gets Lirosane Laporte back to the same level they were before the injury Man City wins. They don't get them back. I think Madrid wins. Does Sane have a chance of coming back for that tie? I think ja- I think January. Okay. okay. Laporte comes back end of this month. Okay. So if they get them back, yes. If they don't, Madrid wins. Well, let's touch. Let's touch the Europa draw real quick. Just touch the English ties in Europa. So Arsenal play Olympiacos. Olympiacos versus Arsenal. Manchester United play Club Bruges. Wolves play Espanol. Espanol. Uh, those are the ones we talk about. I'll just give my own quick. Think I think all the English teams qualify easily. I think Arsenal's own is dependent on. I think Arsenal's own is dependent very very on who their manager is and what they can get going on because that tie is very very tricky. I think they still smash Olympiacos. You think they smash them? They I think smash, I think that's why I, say I think they, all the English teams qualify they easily. Smash Arsenal, Arsenal is the only one I'm I'm a little bit. I would have said Wolves uh, Spaniel. Mm. I don't know. I think Wolves go easily too. Uh, that Wolves team very very good. I yeah. think they 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 beat Espanol easily. Espanol is bottom of La Liga. There are two ties that they are bottom of La Liga. Espanol is bottom of La Liga. They are te- they are struggling. How they came out from that, whatever they came out from, I'm surprised. They are terrible this season. They are bottom of La Liga. Yeah, I I mean I agree with you on the English teams in favorites with Arsenal being the uh, one question mark. I mean they, they they will find a way to concede you know two goals to Olympiacos Olympia in Greece Correct. and either tie or lose two one and make it a trickier than it should be. I don't think Olympiacos yeah. has ever. I think they've only gotten one joint on English soil since like eighties or something. They're very so, terrible away from. That's why I said I think all English qualifies. Much as I said, I mean, I feel like Olegon Sosha is going to have the, to play. There are two play ties I looked at here. When I looked at the draws, you know, um, Frankfurt and Salzburg is a real good tie. That's true. Um, Salzburg are doing very well in the French, uh, in the Austrian league. 
and um, Frankfurt for uh, like what tenth or ninth or tenth? They're mid table. They're not doing so well. But this is the kind of ties that fits in, you know, because Salzburg plays a kind of German way. Yeah. And then of course Frankfurt is a German team, so you know it's almost like a local game. Then Leverkusen versus FC Porto. I don't think there's too much gap between Porto and Leverkusen. I agree. But so those those are the ties I look at and go, okay, I want to look at those results, see how it works out. Porsche football, they, yeah. that's what they play there. And they have that boy that is there. Talent to me for Kai Havertz. He's yeah. a really, yeah. really good player. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was quiet in the Champions League, though. That's where, I mean, level, level, what does I say, level pass level? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then, you know, it's not, it's no, 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 it's in the Europa League. Maybe you find his level. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. his level. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll see. We'll take a quick break and come back and we'll talk about Carabao um, quarterfinals. We're back from our break, and the quarterfinal ties uh, that are left. Um, so, so, one of them was played today. Obviously, Liverpool got smashed. Their team C, we can call that team C, got smashed by Aston Villa. Who, I mean, I've done the same thing. Aston just went all out and took advantage, and you know, built some confidence on themselves and beat Liverpool. Put that L on Liverpool. Um, the other ties: uh, Manchester United plays Colchester. Uh, Man City plays Oxford. And I think Leicester is Leicester. Who's Leicester? Everton? Everton and Leicester. Everton and Leicester. Okay. So, real quick, I'll just talk about uh, Europa, um, Carabao. I think the favorites, I think it's the City. They still have, you know, the team with depth. With everybody that's left now. Now that Liverpool is out and they cannot feel their strong team. I think City are out to play favorites, in my opinion. Um, so, I think they go through easily. I think Manchester United should go through easily to Colchester in League 2. I mean, I think they go through easily at home. Yeah. Everton and Leicester, that's the one that's a toss-up. Yeah. Now, with the new coach, uh, what are your thoughts, Justice? No, I was going to say, it all depends on which team fills your strongest squad. I mean, Leicester has the City game in mind this weekend, so... That is true, I forgot about that. They, that's a great point. If they rest a lot of their starters, Everton is playing at home, uh, still a new manager who will probably want to win the game. Everton has a, good, a yeah. strong game too against yeah. you guys this weekend, right? Is that a I strong game? Self-trolling can be self-care sometimes. Yeah. Just um, self-care, it's okay. But Leicester has a stronger game. Um, so, and Everton, I, I think um, their, their coach will be trying to keep the good form going. I've, I expect them to field a strong, strong squad. Okay. Leicester might rest some, some players. So, I, I, I think I give Everton the edge playing at home and for the fact that they might have a stronger squad on the field. Okay. I'd say the same. I'd, I'd give um, I'd give Everton the edge. I think Leicester will rest players. Um, if they don't rest players, yeah, Leicester should win, but it doesn't really matter. Um, Ancelotti has only gotten there, but I think Everton have always been... Has it been announced officially? Ancelotti? It's been in the... It's, 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 not, it's just bubbling under the grave right bubbling. now. Okay. Like, I if the grapes haven't all leaked and busted. <laughs> so, so the one thing to say about everything, though, let's say both teams played their their main squads. Yeah. What's what was clear from Ferguson Duncan Ferguson's game against <laughs> Manu is it's dunk. not going to mess around with passing the ball at the back. Every ball 
Pickford got. He's lobbing it, hitting it 50, 60 yards to the other team's 18, and they try to win the ball there. Big Dong is the definition <laughs> so, of the passion <laughs> merchant. Exactly. That's all he's doing. So, he's good to so, passion you. Yeah, so it, they're going to be hard to beat. I agree. They're, I mean, nobody wants to watch that crap. It's, you know, it's not sustainable. I don't see him being a long-term manager, but on a game-to-game basis... They can it, do something. Yeah. It's going to be it's hard true. for them to lose. Anything. It's true. If you think, this is where I look at a big dunk style of football. Yeah. If you think for any reason that you are going to have passion yeah. or outwork his team, you are, you are yeah, joking. Exactly. You have to either outcoach him or yeah. talent level has to be. I but, mean, he subbed out Moise Kane after because <laughs> was running, running That was bad, bad man management to be said too. Just yeah. segue into that. That was bad man management in my opinion by doing that, subbing him out and just like, yeah. when he was not asking the press you know, interview, he's like, oh, it was a tactical decision. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for how many seconds? See, tactical decision to waste time. That's what yeah. he said. To yeah. Time wasting. Yeah. Yeah. Tactical decision. Well, I, I think this is it's been fun so far in Europe. Um, Premier League is, you know, same of same. I mean, Justice, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, we had th- fun. Thanks for having me. Um, invite you next time. Hopefully, at that time, Arsenal's trajectory <laughs> is is going more upward. Uh, if you like our content and you listen to us, please don't forget to connect to, with us on our social platforms. Our handles for Facebook is Extra Ordinary Footy Fantasy. Twitter handle is Footy, F O O T I E, at Fantasy. Instagram is Fantasy Footy. Um, you can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on any of the um, platforms you find your podcast, Teacher, uh, Acast, and Castbox. Uh, Bucci, as always. A pleasure, guys. Um, Justice, thanks for coming. Thanks, guys.